Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. Welcome to episode 54. No, excuse me, 53. I'm already jumping ship. I'm already... <laughs> uh, I'm already skipping. I'm already skipping this podcast. Unbelievable! But welcome, welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 53. We got so much, so much to talk about from the first game because we do open up this week against Atlas to everything, everything going on in the transfer market in regards to the team, and of course, uh, a couple of things here at the Eagle Eye Podcast that we want to mention as well. But before I go any further into this discussion, as always, let me introduce my co-host, Mister. Christian Rosendo. Christian, how are we? Um, doing good, man. Very excited for the upcoming season and a lot of these uh transfer rumors that are going around um surrounding our club. They are they have been very interesting and you know, it should be a good time tonight. We're gonna address those and the first thing we're gonna jump into, but first let's uh let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. No cowboy Dan in today's episode, ladies and gentlemen. That is right, just like last year. It looks like he's cashed in in his vacation time already yeah. uh for those of you wondering where mr cowboy dan is right now he is in las vegas uh something about vacation slash spiritual retreat i don't know but i mean he's gonna go try to find himself in the machine slots we wish him the best of luck <laughs> just dylan please do not gamble all of the podcast's money away we yeah. have any as it is for you <laughs> to lose it would be detrimental to us yes. but uh shout out to dylan who is uh, still can you believe it? Still celebrating his birthday. There you go. That's going to be me uh, this year. I mean, I, you turn 21 and it looks like the world is your oyster, apparently. But apparently. you know what? Shout out to Mr. Cowboy Dan. If you guys see him down at the Las Vegas Strip, make sure you guys take a picture with him. Tell him to sign your cowboy hat. And if not, tell him to sign your America jersey. Shout out to you, our good friend, Mr. Cowboy Dan. So, Christian, let's jump into it. So much to talk about. Obviously, we're excited because America's finally going to be playing again. It's just felt like this really long vacation at this mm -hmm. point. Even and, though it's only been like two to three weeks. It's been two to three weeks, but it's yeah. felt like seven to eight years. Uh, uh, but it's 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 going to be phenomenal to finally ha uh, have the team back. Of course, there was some Liga MX action, but really, does it even count because the boys weren't even on the schedule? The the league starts this uh, this Friday. Officially starts this Friday. For anyone that now, a lot of people, uh, and, and we're, we're very happy to see all of you guys come down to the group chat. Mr. Emperor Palpatine, Kevin Perez, Chris45, my good friend, Mr. Chicken Biscuit. Everyone, of course, wants to talk about the Atlas game. We will talk about the Atlas game. We will preview it to a T because uh, even though some people might say easy win, uh, me and Christian were just discussing about this before uh, the podcast went up live. It doesn't look like it's going to be as easy of a game as, you know, recent encounters between Atlas. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Atlas had a very good transfer window in uh, in this winter uh, market, and they brought in some key players. We'll talk about it more later, but, you know, this won't be a walk in the park. It definitely won't be, but before we do that, let's address everything that has been going on in the transfer market rumor mill that has been surrounding Coapa itself. So, of course, mm -hmm. the big news following everywhere from Univision Deportes to Televisa to Azteca to every single news outlet in the world, well, maybe not in the world, but in Mexico at least, has almost 99% confirmed that Nico Castillo will be an America player no later than, I would say, by the end of the week, it looks like. Definitely, yeah. Even reports saying that tomorrow it could be announced. The one that jump ahead, just in case anything happens. But at this point, um, every major news outlet is reporting that Nico Casillo will be in Aguila. Now, that's interesting. That is very interesting. Now, 
we're gonna get into a little bit of discussion here, Christian, because I want to know from you personally, and I want to know from everyone here in the, in the in the live chat as well. Are you guys do you guys settle with Nico Castillo? Do you think this is the right move? Is he the right man for the team? Is he the right purchase? Because I I'm hearing somewhere between fifteen fifteen million dollars for Nico Castillo's services, which is uh, no no easy no no not a cheap not a cheap mm -hmm. player whatsoever by any means necessary, but um. Nico Castillo, 15 million. You've seen what he's been able to do with Pumas here in the Liga Mekis. He comes to America. Potentially, how do you guys feel? How do you feel, Christian, about this signing if it does go through? Um, well, like you said, just a touched on the little the little price that you mentioned, the 15,000. Um for me, I think America is finally, you know, realizing that, you know, okay, you know what? If we we want a proven striker, a legal one, this is the money we're gonna have to spend. And I'm happy that, you know, our directiva, you know, it took a while, but you know, finally said, okay, you know what? If we're gonna we're gonna wanna contest for the B Campeonato, we're gonna have to bring in a lethal guy. Nico Castillo's proven. Let's you know, let's give Benfica the money that they want. So I'm happy about that, that they uh, you know, took uh took a little bit of money out of their wallet to get this this guy on our team. Uh, in terms of Nico as a player, I just said it myself. I'm he's lethal. He's the number nine. He's the killer that we've been looking for. Um, Roger Martinez, I think, was a little bit underwhelming this season, but showed up, you know, flashes here and there. But uh, Nico Castillo, like you said, with Pumas, he is um, he was great for them. Showed up at any given moment. Uh, very important for them. Scored a lot of goals for them, and you know that's kind of what we needed after uh, last season. Now, this is something to stir the pot a little bit and maybe, you know, get the hype train going even more. Now, you saw what Nico Castillo did with that Puma side. Now, I'm not I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to stir anything or, or say anything bad about Pumas, but think back to that Pumas team that Nico mm -hmm. Castillo had. Now, think to this America side that he's going to be coming into. Now, a lot of people would argue that this America team is much, much better in regards to that Pumas team that he was with. So mm -hmm. he's going to have a lot more, uh, you know, a lot more talent around him, a lot more great players, a lot more services. Do you think this even, you know, boosts the, the hype around him that he could be this lethal number nine because we have so much good creativity in the midfield when these players want to show up? That oh. now you stick in Nico Castillo in in the mix, and it just it just sounds like it's gonna be a guaranteed, you know, uh, a good signing. Yeah, man, and that's what we hope for. Like you said, you know, no, this is. I mean, I don't really care to mention this Pumas. You know, Pumas didn't really have the the talent to you know feed Nico the balls all often. You know, you all, you often saw Nico you know how to go back a little bit, get the ball, create the play himself, and they kind of finish it himself. And I guess that's where uh, Pumas lacked a little bit in their offense. Yes, they made it to Ligia, but, you know, Nico kind of carried them. Now Nico has a stellar uh, midfield. And, you know, and just looking at the maybe the predicted lineup for America next season, if you throw Nico in there, if you throw a Linus in there, if you throw Menes in there, Uribe, Gila, you know, all these players, it's just a recipe for success in my opinion. It it really does look like it, it's turning turning out to be a really good squad if the if if the signing goes through. Now, of course, this is all hypothetical yeah. until until the club officially announces him. Then we are a hundred percent gonna be you know up in arms about it in in good or bad ways. Uh, now let's talk a little bit about the negative here. Now uh, a lot of people have you know criticized Nico Castillo because uh, one we know what his attitude is like. Um, someone who maybe resembles a little bit of Ruben Sambuesa's attitude, uh, you know, it, it, will there be kind of call for concerns there in, in regards to whether, you know, if, if he can behave or not? Um, 
you know, it's it's funny because I I've always thought that when a big player joins a team that is, I guess not to say well known, I guess he's gonna have that diva attitude that okay, you know, I'm the superstar of this team, you know, I can do whatever, you know, whatever I want, I control everyone kind of mentality. I think that's what Nico did, and that's what Nico, you know, showed in Pumas. I think he knows what team he's going to. You know, America is not not Pumas. You know, we are the biggest team in Mexico, biggest team in this side of the hemisphere. You know, he knows what he's getting himself into, and I think he's going to tone it down a little bit. Um, but I don't think that his attitude will be a problem for us. Nice, interesting. Now, uh, a good friend, Mr. Chicken Biscuit, did say that. Um, you know, hope he stays fit if, if that's the case. He's that's always right. been, mm-hmm. he, he has been a player that has been prone to injuries here and there in his career. Uh, we saw it in yes. Pumas. We saw a little bit of it, um, you know, throughout throughout his career. Mm-hmm. That kind of worries you because you look at some of our players and yes, as good as our offense is, they are prone to getting injured, uh, which kind of leads you to think, well, maybe, maybe this isn't the best signing in regards to, to to keeping everyone fit but right. i mean if he can produce then and then if he can stay fit i mean mm-hmm. do we have any questions in that department i mean i don't think so you know the season that i think everyone's talking about is the apertura when he played in um in pumas apertura i think was in 17 was it 17 if i'm not mistaken um you know he missed a handful of games but he still managed to score five goals and i think our strikers this are this year scored five goals as well so that would be yeah. the top one, Oribe Peralta. I'm pretty sure he scored five goals only. So, you know, you have an Nico Castillo who can miss five, six games, which scores the same amount of goals. Now imagine what he can do when he plays, you know, 10, 11, 12 games even. You know, the, you never know. It's going to so, be phenomenal. That's what I'm saying. So I I think I think this is uh, – people saying 50-50, I think I like my chances with this guy. Okay, so we're putting so so right now we're 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 emulating Mr. Cowboy Dan in Vegas. We're putting all our chips on the table and we're saying, you know what? There you go. Mm-hmm. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. We're feeling lucky tonight. Yes, we are feeling very lucky tonight. Mm-hmm. Now I, I will say this, and and I want to address something real quickly because I think it's hilarious that um we have our good friend Mr. Chicken Biscuit on the chat, and now we sure. have someone new that I haven't seen. His name is Chicken Little. Oh, beautiful. I think they're brothers. <laughs> Could or maybe long lost brothers. Could be. Or maybe it's Chicken Biscuit. And then on his laptop, he has another username named Chicken Little. And, you know. No, I don't think he would do that. But <laughs> no, I would say this <laughs> Which one came first, Chicken Little or Chicken Biscuit? I don't know. Ah, that's mm, a good question. Interesting. Let us, know in the, let us know in the chat down below. <laughs> but I will throw my two cents in here in regards to oh, Nico right. Castillo. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I believe that he, he he's, he's, he's a really good player. He's talented, like you said, lethal. Um, I am quite a bit concerned in regards to, you know, quote unquote, the diva uh, side of things. Um, But uh, at the same time, I am kind of a little bit more calm because uh, is one thing that we've always said uh, highly about Piojo is the fact that he is a great, great, um, you know, personal manager. He he. Mm-hmm. He he knows how to connect with his players. He knows how to keep them in check. He knows how to keep them in line. He knows how to get the best out of them, which I think is phenomenal with that, you know. I think we thought we kind of had the same thing with with Menes when he first joined. You know, Menes being that you know kind of superstar name coming from Europe, you know, going to America. You know, he thinks, oh, it's a Mexican team. What's gonna happen? But I think when he got here, you know, he realized, you know, what team he's playing for. Toned it down a little bit with the help of Miguelera, like you said. And you know, I think everything's fine now with Menes. There's no divaness there anymore, like there was before in the past. So I, I think I think 
uh, you hit the nail on that one. I think Herrera will kind of, you know, level Nico a bit. Yeah, I mean, there was other names thrown around in the, in, in the ring in regards to who might we get, but I think Nico was always kind of the biggest name out there. Mm-hmm. I guess um, priority. I mean, that yeah, and then, okay I, I mean, I heard Baca. Um, I heard Baca too. I heard Falcao as well. But, you know, those are names that are ring, ring every single transfer window. And, you know, you, at this you knew point. About, you knew about 80% of those were going to be smoke and mirrors. Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really anything concrete. It was just newspapers trying to sell newspapers. As simple the top as that. Two were, were Websites trying to get clicks. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. Now, yeah, you know, this Castillo thing gain traction, gain traction, gain traction. Because I think we we had said that our best options in regards to who we thought was realistic was either Mauro Bocelli or Ruben Funes Mori, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. And and now if you throw in Nico Castillo in the mix, I would argue that he could potentially be better than either of those two players on on his best night. On his best night, yes, definitely. Correct. Now mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not saying Funes Mori or Bocelli are are you know any any chumps at all but chicken nugget um, now has joined the party now, now, <laughs> uh now so i i think with castillo coming along i think it is the right move a lot of people are kind of up in arms about it too because they, they feel like he might not be a good fit but um it, it it's time will tell time will tell in the end time will tell in the end but again this is all speculation we could have mm-hmm. just talked about this for five minutes and then you know america says you know what they resigned silvia romero and all of that was wasted. I don't know about that one, but I do want to ask you a question though, because I kind of want to pick your brain on this one. You yeah. know, usually when we have a new transfer, you know, there's this period of time that I guess the club and fans give. Okay, you know what? You have until okay, good until, go un- until hard now that eight whatever to you know dip your toes whatever, and you'll be settled. Are we giving Nico Castillo the same exact time? You know, give him through till Hornada eight, nine, ten, even to you know settle in and you know be the lethal striker that we know, or we want him. Swinging right off the bat. I want to ask the chicken trinity in in regards to this one because I think they would have a very good uh, a very good uh, definition of this. But uh, I I don't want to get too much into that because um, okay. I I would want to leave that conversation for if he does come to America okay. and, and and that would be a very good conversation to have during okay. that podcast. But I will say this much: I will say that if he does come, uh, he will not have the same time as Roger. His time okay. will be cut down substantially, but, and I'll leave it at that. And and, and we okay. can get into the details and all that stuff and the specifics on it when when he does get announced. And, uh, so next week. So yeah, that will most likely probably be next week, and we and, and we can have a discussion about whether or not and exactly get a feel of what the fans think, because I think that's the most important thing is, you know, what does our community think as well in regards oh, to definitely. how much time Nico's gonna have, um, and you know what that that probably be a great you know uh, poll question to to put up on Twitter to oh, to yeah. to have before the podcast, but um, we'll see about it. We will see about it. We will see about it. But uh, we'll leave it at that. We'll talk about one more player that has been ringing like crazy. And, uh, oh, my God, what is his name? I, I completely forgot his name, but he does come from the same club as uh, Cecilio Dominguez. Oh, Looks like we uh, Santiago. Um, yeah, the last name I can't pronounce. Yeah, um, Santiago. Sorry. We're terrible. Shouldn't we know how to pronounce these names? Uh, yeah, it's a give or take. Okay, give whatever. Or take. We'll, we'll, we'll call him Santi for short. Right. Santi, yes, Santi for short. Uh, the Paraguayan, he's uh, he's rumored to be coming to America. Now, the interesting thing about it is he does play left back. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people, uh, you know, are good for Mr. Brian as well from Twitter as kind of open arms about this because, of course, we have uh, – I think that left-back position is one of those positions that we no longer need reinforcement, even though it was one of the positions that we needed to reinforce for quite some time. Uh, but uh, I think if the move does happen, he might be converted into a winger, and if not, then we could possibly be seeing the end of Paul Aguilar in an America jersey over That's time. what I was saying, yes, because as we do know, Jorge Sanchez is not a natural left back. He was put in that position by Herrera. So what I guess what I mean, I even think about thinking right now, if I'm guessing your brain correctly, you're yeah, you think are. if the player does not work out in the midfield, he will take over the left back position and we'll have Jorge Sanchez on the right back position. Correct. But it's something about Pio Herrera converting right backs into into fullbacks, into left backs, excuse me. Yeah. I remember Miguel Ayu when he came to America, he wasn't a left back. He was actually a right back mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, got converted to a left back. And now yeah. he plays, I think, every position, even goalkeeper sometimes in training. Who knows? Um, but, um, but just to touch on that rumor, though, as they're saying in the chat, and I do have to point this out, that this rumor is still very, I guess, in the baby stage. Um, there were the re- initial reports were that America were looking to swap Cecilia Dominguez for Santi. Um, but there are now new reports coming from Argentina that Cecilia will be heading to Argentina uh, for a fee around six million. That is the, I guess, the latest on the whole Cecilia Dominguez drama. Because yes, Cecilia is not trying to go back to uh, to Paraguay right now at this moment. So it's um uh, it's still a little bit um undecided right now with those two players look at that the chicken trinity got everything on spot before you even said it but yeah. um it's uh it, it i mean it makes sense you know Cecilia yeah. is obviously not wanting to go back just to paraguay just yet of course this was the you know kind of the biggest rumor aside from the nico castillo yes. one you know the, so but he's a great player though the left back he's a great player i don't know if you got to check any of his highlights or anything but he's a very promising young player 20 years old I don't like I don't like uh, YouTube highlights. Oh, you don't like YouTube highlights? I, I feel like they don't tell the true story. I mean, you can put up you can fine. put highlights of me playing in the midfield, and I suck at it. I promise you, it's just a compilation video of me but, making three good passes, and that's probably no, it. I agree. I agree with you. Um, but you know, I'll I'll take I'll take your word for it. You know, mm-hmm. um, but we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, you know, sort we get a little bit something more concrete. Um, but now to kind of kind of just close out this whole transfer rumor talk let's i, I want to see and i, I want to ask not just you but to our listeners as well we have a striker coming in most likely potentially most likely. I, I think the has said time and time again a striker is for sure coming mm-hmm. now that you have a striker here with nico castillo alone does that give us enough players to say yes we're confident that we will go and get the bicampeonato or do you still feel like this team lacks depth um, that's a good question. <sighs> With Nico Castillo, I see everyone on Twitter saying, you know, Bicampeonato Cantado, you know, um, I can see why people would say that because I guess you and I will both agree that, you know, the strikers did not produce enough to where, you know, we were very confident and satisfied with our attack going forward that they were going to get the job done. Because if you do remember the latter part of the season, it was, Imanela Aguilera and Bruno Valdez doing all the scoring for us. And they're the ones that kind of pushed us all the way to the final without our strikers even having to, you know, make a score a goal. Now, when Nico Castillo coming in, you have a proven killer, a proven lethal number nine in the box that can that can score your goals. 
You don't have to heavily rely on your defense. Now your defense can just worry about defending in, in a sense. Um, you know, you have Menes coming back. You have Uribe hopefully, hopefully coming back into form. You have a Diego Linus that, you know, that's still up in the arms, but, you know, we might have another six months. If we do, I think we have the perfect squad to contest for the Bicampeonato. I think I agree with you because uh, I was actually thinking about this on my lunch break today at work, and I thought, well, I wanted to say that we lacked depth in the midfield, mm-hmm. but then I thought about it, and I thought, well, right now with the formation we're using, we're probably not going to see Edson Alvarez start the game, yes, which yes. is controversial to say it's in the fact that he won us the title, right? But we'll address that come later. Yeah. Um, but he could easily fill in into the midfield or into the center back position, which means we have versatility in that department, which means we have a center back and a midfielder in one player, yes. which is good. It's very good. Though my concern is if we have Edson Alvarez as a backup center defensive mid and as a backup center back, wouldn't you think that maybe we still need a backup center back in regards to just the center mid? Mm, well, and I'm not saying that we need to go out and buy freaking, you know, a Sergio Ramos type of center no, back. No, no, I'm no, just yeah, saying. I don't, um, I don't think so. I think that we we have enough with what with um what we're getting in Edson Alvarez. I think you said it perfectly. The fact that he can cover two positions, I think that's your guy. I think that's your quote unquote backup, so to say. Now if if any given moment in the season, Edson Alvarez has to step in into the midfield, and then let's just say Bruno Valdez is injured, then I guess that's where you're you can, you know, bite bite your you know bite your foot there a little bit. You're like, wow, maybe we do need a center back. But then you remember that Luis Reyes can play center back as well, even though we don't prefer him to play center back, but he can. But, you know what? You, know, you just fixed my whole problem by saying yeah. that. So you, you know, it. so like you know, you have Luis Reyes there available with a surplus of um left backs and right backs that we might get in the near future. So you know, it, it I guess it kind of works out when you have Luis Reyes in, in there, even though he's not my favorite player. But, because I was gonna say this: how much trust and how much faith are we putting in Emmanuel Aguilera? Well, that's I don't know a whole lot of life. You know, as you, me, and Dylan have said, he's not our favorite defender. You know, we would most likely like him to start with Bruno. Uh, it's not this with Bruno Valdez. That would be our ideal center back partnership to an extent. So, you know, but we know Herrera will not do that. We, I think we're confident that Aguilera will be starting on Friday, but that's a conversation for the, for in a couple minutes. So yeah, um, for me though, personally, I'm not too keen on Aguilera being our, our center back starter. So yeah. And that's going to be a conversation we're going to have later on throughout mm-hmm. the season as well. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's going to come back time and time again, whether or not Aguilera is in form. And I mean, if he continue the, the run of form he had in the Liga, then by all means necessary, I'm more than happy to take back every everything that I've said about him. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. So that's the transfer rumor mill. That's the transfer talk. A lot been going on in America. And when and if Nico Castillo gets announced, you guys will hear from us, you guys will hear from America, and you guys will see hear from the rest of the world on Twitter because, of course, whenever America makes a move, it just travels around the universe like Definitely. crazy. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, we'll have you guys updated. We'll keep you guys posted on anything and anything. Love to see your guys' interaction on Twitter when we do post oh, these yeah. kind of interaction, uh, these uh, you know, these kind of tweets, and you guys go out and you guys just interact with us. Absolutely love it. It's exactly what we do this for. We do this for you guys, for you know, the interaction, the support. Thank you guys so so much. And before we jump into the preview against Atlas, we do want to say a quick thank you to every single one of you guys who has gone out to Twitter, who has followed us, who has liked, retweeted us, every single thing. Because of you, we are now at 500 followers. Actually, we've gotten surpassed, we surpassed the 500 that. mark. We now we are at about, what, 546 followers on Twitter oh, right in mm-hmm. a spam of a week. We did it. It's, it's phenomenal. We didn't do it. I'm sorry. You guys did it. The listeners, the followers, every single one of you guys. You guys made it possible. Now, if you guys haven't done so, go out, go on to Twitter and make sure that you guys go down and check out our giveaway. That is right. We are giving away a jersey of your choice, America's home or away. And we are going to be giving one of you a a copy of FIFA 19 for the PlayStation 4 and to another one of you a copy of FIFA 19 on Xbox One. So if you guys haven't done so, make sure you guys go do enter the competition. All the rules and everything will be explained. So make sure you guys go and do that right there. Christian, anything you want to say to them? Yeah, man. Just I'm very grateful to everyone who has been replying to us on Twitter. Um, I think this week was very successful in um in our goal and trying to interact with everyone. It's so nice to see that everyone's so you know attentive and alert to you know our tweets and our posts and just thank you to everyone who who replies to us and uh, likes and retweets our tweets because it means a lot to us. Trust me. It really, it really, really does. So you guys make it the world's best uh, job in the world. Really, it really has been amazing to see. Now, um, before we go any further, again, because I think a lot of people will have questions. Christian, you have some some something to to explain here. A lot of people are asking, oh. where is trivia? Oh man. So guys, unfortunately, um I could not get around to trivia this week, but I'll make it up to you because on Friday is the start of the trivia on well on well we're doing trivia on Twitter and on the podcast, so it'll be combined. But on Friday I'll give you a question and it'll be worth twenty plus ten. We'll make it forty points. We'll make it 40, 40 points, we'll ladies and gentlemen. Points. We'll 40, 40 points. points to start off your trivia question. We'll make it 40 points to make it up Look for today. So I'm sorry for you guys that are tuning in, but you guys will um will get the 40 points on, on Friday. Well, if you guys answer it correctly, done. hopefully. Of course, of course, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh Look at that, 40 points. Make sure you guys do go over there to Twitter and get things going right now. And look at that. Mr. Israel Mendes says, make that 547 followers. Thank you so much, my good sir. Thank you so, so much. Now, the moment we've all been waiting for, let's talk about the season. The Clausura ah, 2019 is upon us. Because of course, we saw we've seen the other teams go and get their start, get their feet wet. We saw, you know, these teams try and be a little cute, get their three points, get everything going. But of course, we know the reigning champions kick things off on Friday. Yep, Daddy's home, and he is going to hopefully, 
hopefully make a statement because, you know, looking back at this would not be nice to see if we don't. Uh, but of course, America opens up their campaign against Atlas in the Estadio Jalisco Friday, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Central. And then, of course, for good people down in the East Coast, 10 p.m. So those of you who have no nothing, nothing to do on a Friday night or, hey, if you're even going to be at the club, make sure you tell them to turn it on to Univision Deportes because, of course, who doesn't want to be two-stepping it to America versus Atlas? So I'm saying, man, it sounds like a perfect Friday night to me. Extremely, extremely. Can you, I mean, can you imagine be like, all right, baby, you know what? We're going to go see a movie. And then, you know, it'd be like, all right, halfway through the film, be like, you know what? We're going to switch it up. We're just going to put the America game on the big screen. Beautiful, huh? Popcorn and everything. Let's Look at it. that. It's a perfect way to kick off the weekend. America coming into this one with uh, high hopes of retaining the championship that we won. Everyone's hoping to get that 14th star. I know I am. I know you are. And I know everywhere around the globe, every America fan will be tuning in on Friday to make sure that the team starts off on the right foot. Of course, going up against an Atlas side that got themselves not only three points against Querétaro in the opening round, but of course, a good victory against Pumas in the Copa Mekis. So they're coming into this game with form. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, people are going to say, you know, Querétaro's Querétaro, Pumas is not in their best form right now. But listen, guys, Atlas is here to play. You know, they had a very bad season last last season in the Apertura, made some great moves in the winter transfer uh, window. And they look like a good squad to compete this year. Yeah, we were talking about it. And, of course, the biggest name I think that that uh, kind of jumped at me was the fact that Osvaldo Martinez is there. Um, and a lot of people think, well, Osvaldo Martinez, why is he the biggest name? Because I think he brings something to, to America, to uh, Atlas's team that uh, maybe some teams uh, lack. Uh, and, and that's someone to be able to run your midfield. And I don't mean hold it, but I mean run it, That mm -hmm. you know, to kind of move the ball around play some passes, and get 10. the team going. Yes. Mm -hmm. In a sense, uh, yeah, a number 10. I, I think he's fitting. Uh, he's doing what he's always done, you know, with America, with Atlante, with Santos. You know, I, I, he's, he's he's getting things done. He's, he's, he's doing what he's meant to do. Mm -hmm. So he's going to be a dangerous, dangerous uh, opposition to face up against. Uh, always is. Yeah, like he, he's always, always is. And you can bet anything that you want that he's going to try to score a free kick on us. Mm -hmm. And don't even say that because I think he just might. And he did. Do you remember when he first came to, went to Santos and when he scored Santos, one in the yes. Copa Mekis? Yes, I remember. You don't need to remind me about that one. So, of course, Osvaldito coming into form, like uh, our good friend, Mr. Chicken, uh, Chicken Little said. Uh, he scored on his first game. So, I mean, this Atlas team just looks like they're 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 finding their, their rhythm. Mm -hmm. they look, now, um, that's crazy to say because it's only been one game, right? But, I mean, yeah. it's, it's technically two at this point. So, it's... So, and this, you know, we're not making any excuses that this will be our first. They've had two. No excuses. We're just trying to relay the information that Atlas is a decent team. It's, they're not the same team from last uh, last season. It's going to be a good test for our boys. Yeah, and and I think that's perfectly said. It, it's going to be a good test, and uh, you know, kind of addressing what we said earlier, it's not going to be that easy game that we all expected. And I think Atlas was never really that easy of a team, especially when we went to the Jalisco. Uh, you know, and then, as everyone knows, when when teams go up against America, they turn it up by ten. You know, so I'm interested to see how the boys are going to cope with this. So, of course, I'm excited not only because, of course, America is going to be back in action, but because we get to see them against a pretty good, decent side mm -hmm. away, which makes things even more difficult, which makes it which really is going to be whether or not are you ready to defend your title? You know, yes, definitely. And are we serious contenders for this big up or are we just, you know, talk? 
I mean, it's it's phenomenal to think that uh, we're finally gonna be able to 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 try to prove to everyone what uh, what we all know deep deep down inside. So let's talk about this game. It's gonna be like I mentioned, of course, already at the Sadi Jalisco. Now let's talk about our team. I think we focused a little bit on Atlas already. Now let's talk about our boys. Now our speculation boys, that the lineup will most likely be the same lineup that won us the game against Cruz Azul in the second leg of the final. We'll talk about that right now. Uh, how do you feel going into this game? You know, I'm I'm confident. You know, I really think the boys are are locked in. I think they're focused. They're determined to prove to everybody that you know they 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 can do it. They can win the bicampeonato. Not only that, but I think they uh has them to prove in Copa Americas as well. But this is the first step in that process. So it should be fun on Friday. Definitely, definitely. Now, I want to address our good friend, Mr. Uh, Luis, who go. just got here. <laughs> he just literally got here to the live show, and he's questioning everything that is going on in the group chat. Uh, I think he just found out the the, the holy chicken trinity. So yes. enjoy it while it lasts. Someone, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's it's a great laugh. It's a chicken takeover. Chicken takeover. <laughs> okay, you guys are getting hungry for chicken now. I'm about to order something like chicken nuggets or something. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh, wait, you guys have um, case? Of course. Beautiful. Beautiful. There you go. We should do a contest to see who is the most Americanista oh, in dude. the chat. Not in the chat, but to everyone who follows us. We, we, you know, we'll have to come up with something amazing to give away. But you know mm -hmm. what? We will do a uh, contest to see who is the most Americanista, who has the, the most chat, passion, right? and I have an idea of what game we can do that for. So stay tuned. If you guys are ready for this, if you guys want to show off your America spirit, tune in to the Eagle Eye podcast and tune in to our Twitter. We will have something. I have something cooked up in my mind, and we'll let uh, you guys know later on in the season. But we'll make sure you guys look forward to that. That's going to be phenomenal. All right. So – uh, we kind of went off on a tangent here with the whole, you know, chicken trinity and all chicken that stuff. Trinity but, um, <laughs> you know, uh, America is going into this game a, with a very good win win streak, you know, mm -hmm. rolling over from 2018 going into 2019. Yes. Is that something we should focus on? Is that something that we need to to, to think I mean, about? Or do you think that's going to be playing on the, on, the, on the player's head that, you I know, they've been a beaten for? Listen, man, I, it didn't even bring it to my head for all this time that we've been unbeaten. You know, I'm going through the motions okay we're tying game we win the game we're tied win tie win tie we haven't lost against the last loss we had was against leon if i'm not mistaken i believe so yeah that's that, that was a while back so we, we've gone a pretty pretty decent time without losing now is that a good thing or a bad thing because let's say we lose and do the players know how to cope with the loss will it affect them for the upcoming game because we have one right away on tuesday i'm pretty sure because we have a Copa match. I will say this, though. Look, when America started the season off in the Apertura against Necaxa, and it was a loss, me and Dylan sat here and we criticized them and we said this, this, and that. Mm -hmm. But we said it could be a blessing in disguise, which it was. It woke it woke the players up, and it showed that they were not ready to compete. And yes. they and they worked their butts off in training, and they came back, and they started doing things better. Slowly, yes. but, but, but surely, they got to the point where we wanted them to be. I think at this point it's different now. I, I okay. think you need mm -hmm. to find that you still need to have that rhythm. You look, you had an extra week off, but it wasn't a week off to break. It was a week off to continue and then to try to get yourself even more ready than the yes. other opposition. Mm -hmm. So what I would like to see is for America, America to go out there and play a good game. I'm not saying dominate. I'm not saying we got to win by six, seven goals. I'm not saying mm -hmm. that, you know, I'm just saying. I mean, it would be nice. 
Yeah, it would it would be phenomenal. Yeah. But yeah. I just want the team to go out there, perform, give us a good yeah. showing. If you win by one goal and if it's a scrappy goal, then I'll take it. But it's something. Work off of yeah, it. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't think a loss is something that you can work off at this point, knowing that you're champions. Because then the whole stereotypical campionities come into play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. America is yeah. going to just have a fracaso season and all that stuff. Regardless of that, that you know, as, long, as much as, you know, a player should not get that in their head, you know, it's much better to not have it mm-hmm. be there. You know, yeah. uh, as a distraction, then for it to kind of be Listen, there, and you're trying to ignore I'm, it. I'm dealing with all that with Real Madrid. I don't need to be dealing that right now with America. So exactly, yeah. America, you're the one escape that that we have right now. You know, yes. both of our Please. European teams are. Please. Well, my European team's picking <laughs> yeah, it up. Yeah, you're, you're just going. You're just getting better. You know, haven't haven't really lost recently. You know, you're, you're you're doing pretty good over there, over there in Manchester. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see how we'll it see. goes. But I, I think for America's perspective, you know. Go out there, perform, showcase, uh, and really, I, I think we, look the standard for America was here, right? Mm-hmm. You're champions, so now the standard is <laughs> way up, up here. There. Yes, sir. And believe me, the fans are going to hold you to it. Mm-hmm. The fans are going to hold you to it. You guys should hold yourselves to that standard as well. Yeah, you know, go out there, perform, do what you got to do, and showcase why you are the best team in Liga Mikey's, and keep going, and, and you know, get a big campeonato. Yeah, exactly. And you know the whole league i guess media is looking at this america squad you know all 20 23 24 players that we have they're looking at us and like okay this is the best team in in liga mekis right now you know go out there and and show it to us you know with all the talent that we have on this team we need to prove it and you know what for anyone who maybe not who may not watch the game and then we'll see like oh america won by like one goal or a controversial goal or this and that Look, the media will turn it all around. They will flip it. They said America is scrappy. America is not ready. America is going to have a policy. Blah, 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 blah. The most important thing that you can take away from this game, if if America wins, loses, or draw, that's it. There's no yeah. more context to it mm-hmm. until, you know, later on in the day, later on in the week, excuse me. But the, first, the only thing that America needs to take away from this game is a result, and I think it's fair to say that a result against Atlas is a win. Definitely a win. That must be a win. Alrighty. It looks like we're all in agreement with that. Now, give me your predicted lineup come Friday night. Come Friday night? Sure thing. Yeah. Um, and then I will have Marchesin, right back, Paola Aguilar, Bruno Valdez, Imanal Aguilera, Jorge Sanchez, Renato Ibarra, Edson Alvarez, Guido Rodriguez, Diego Lainez, Oribe Peralta, and Henry Martin up top. The same lineup that went out against Cruz Azul in the second leg. Yes. And that is the reports going around everywhere. That and uh, to be honest, that's my preferred lineup as well. And you know mm-hmm. what though? It, it, it's to say this because we have uh, we have Atosoriba out still injured. Injury. Roger, Roger Martinez, Martinez still injured, and Jeremy Menes, who looks like he, latest reports are saying that by the end of the month we will see him. The um, latest report I've seen that I don't want to get anybody's hopes up and our hopes up because I think we we really want to see Menes play again. Reports are saying that Menez will be match fit ready by Jornada 4. That is the latest report that I have that I've seen. Is it true or not? I have no idea, to be honest. I have to go I have to go down to Mexico and ask the medical doctors in America to get that answer. Yeah. But though that is the latest report that I've seen. I think I think it's fair to say, look, expect Jeremy Menez by the end of the Super Bowl. Yes. Okay, I'm down. I'm okay with that. Expect Jeremy Menace after the end of the Super Bowl. 
it's as simple as that. Once the Super Bowl is over, you can most likely expect uh, Jeremy Menace to, to no. be match fit ready. Um, actually, actually, uh, never mind. I, I won't ask it because it's going to get us off into a little bit of a tangent and not believe it. So I'll ask that next podcast. I'll definitely. So <laughs> okay. I'll keep this question in my mind. All right. Write it down so you don't forget. And it's taking yeah. note. Um, okay. So then it looks like we're all in agreement that America is going to come out with that same lineup. Now let's talk tactics here. America, what does America need to do in order to go out there and win this game? Because, if, like we said, I don't think me, you, or Dylan would accept anything but a win. No, definitely not. I think the key is to win. And I think it'll come from our wings, believe it or not. I think that Miguel Herrera um, will, will look to. Renate Ibarra and Diego Linus, their explosiveness, you know, to carry them down the wings and, you know, try to create some magic in um, on that side. On, on either side, I think more heavily on Renate Ibarra's side, but let's not forget Diego Linus is playing on the other side. Let's not forget him like we did against Cruz Azul. You know, we put it heavy to Renate Ibarra in that first leg. We completely forgot about Diego Linus and what he can do. You know, share the ball with both of them, let them do their thing, and see what happens. Yeah, I, I I agree with you in that aspect. I think the wings are going to play a very crucial role. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a player that's going to be trying to prove something is going to be Diego Linus. Oh, definitely. You know, there's so much hype and attention on him that I hope the this pressure, I guess, so to say, doesn't get to him, doesn't affect his uh, his game, doesn't make him want to do more than what he has to do. You know. Because, you know, we have, we see Diego Linus before in the past where he gets a little bit greedy with the ball, doesn't know when to pass, and I just don't want that uh, performance happening right now. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think Diego Linus, given the ball, let him do his thing. I think he can run mayhem on that Atlas defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Renato Barra, we know what he can get, we know what he can give, yeah. and we can def- and we know that he is su- superb and he's supreme to most, most wingers out there in uh, Liga MX. So, you know, two very good players. Um, I think shutting down Osvaldo Martinez's, you know, midfield is going to be important. And and Guido will be important in that aspect because I think Guido will just hold the whole of the midfield. But I think plugging Osvaldo Martinez up right away will be an Edson Alvarez job. Um, and I think he's going to do a fun- – if if he can play the way he's been playing, he's going to do a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. I think Edson Alvarez is great at, you know, sometimes man-marking. Uh, I, I think he's definitely stepped it up in this game. And, you know, he feels very comfortable in the midfield, but that's no surprise because he feels very comfortable in the center of the pitch. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Um, and I think, like, goes back to what you said at the beginning of the podcast, you know, we have that player that feels comfortable in that center, in that center back position and in that kind of CDM position. So it's great for us to have a player like that. Definitely. So I, I, I think to win this game, definitely our wingers, uh, but to maintain a good rhythm and a good balance I, and a good structure, I think our midfield is going to be, you know, as always, the, always. the spine to everything. Definitely. Okay. So then here it is. Question of the night. Prediction. What is your prediction come Friday night? Um, I think America wins 3-1. to one. America three to one. Interesting. Okay, I'll take that. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm going with America two, Atlas zero. I think it's important that we stay on a clean sheet form. I think if we walk away with it, it only boosts our defense even more. And it's something that we need to have is confidence down there, uh, because we know how it goes. Like when America does not have that much confidence, but uh, you know, going two nil. And uh, you're going 3-1. Our good friend Chicken Biscuit saying 2-1 America. Chicken Nugget saying 2-0 America. <laughs> let's, see what, uh, let's see what Chicken Little has to say about this. It's the holy trinity here. Let's not forget. Um, 
but I think it's 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 more than fair to say that the the expectation from everyone is America walking away with three points. Yeah, definitely. And just to touch on, I don't know if you're gonna ask this next, but I, I might jump sh- jump ship here. But uh, I think I'm besides Diego Linus and Tevada, which I think the tact that's maybe the tactic to go to them for their explosiveness and their creativity. I'm really looking at Oribe Parata and Henry Martin to see what they can do at the start of the season, see if they can get a couple goals in um in the first game. You know, that's interesting that you that you bring that up because of course these are two players that you feel like um that are on their way to the bench and not just yes. to the bench, but to the just kind of to game forgotten zone, you know? Oh, definitely. Especially, especially um, Henry Martin. Especially Henry Martin wouldn't say that because you know Riva will get time here and there. Uh, but Henry Martin seems like the one that you know we're gonna, gonna get that end of the bench loser, like kid that we don't we don't really talk to. That that's Definitely. gonna be him, yeah. Especially if Nico Garcia does come, and you know like there's just you know with the with what he showed us last season, with Nico coming in, Roger coming back, you know Orira obviously will prefer to have Roger in there, or you're gonna get some minutes here and there. You know you kind of really don't see a spot for Henry in this team unless an injury does occur, obviously. But, you know, other than that, it's going to be very hard for Henry to uh, find minutes in, in league. So I think in Copa Mekis, I think he'll get a few minutes here and there. Yeah, definitely. So we'll see. We'll see. But we'll that, see. that's a good point you make. Uh, I am looking at them. Hopefully uh, they do give us something to shout about and, you know, put a little bit of pressure on Pio Correra. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's the best case scenario America can have is what yeah. player am I going to stick up top because they're all that's in form. Insane. Mm-hmm, exactly. If you can have all five in form, you know, whatever. Let's uh, that's a terrible situation to be Herrera, but a terribly good, I guess, situation because you can stick to there. Eh, okay, these guys will get us a couple goals, no problem. End of the night. So we'll see what happens though. And like they've, you know, like the old saying goes, internal competition is the best competition. Oh, definitely, yeah. And, and I think they know that. And I, you know, it should be good for them. You know it. It sparked a, a thing in the um, in the wingers last season. You know, okay, we have a deal with Linus that's sparking up some um some flair here and there. Not about doing his thing. You know, this this was good for Ibargüen and Sessi you know, to kind of you know amp it up a little bit when they had, they were given the chance. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Alrighty then. Well, looks like we're all in agreement. America should walk away with the three points. So don't forget, you can watch that game live on Univision Deportes. Uh, that is going to be, again, live Friday night, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 8 uh, eight Mountain time. We haven't mentioned them in quite some time. Uh, 9 Central time and, of course, 10 p.m. Eastern time. So make sure you guys get yourselves ready. Uh, nothing like a good bit of uh, chicken wings, you know? Chicken can wings? I... Um... Can I have some breaking news? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know why I did this. I'm sorry, Ivan. I should never done this before, but I logged on to Twitter because I had a message and I am seeing reports that uh PSV has offered six million euros to Google America for Edson Alvarez. Mm, interesting. I'm seeing this right now as well. Very it's with a friend. interesting. Looks like our good friends at La Resaca Americanista. That's, that's where I first saw it, but now I'm seeing other reports as well, and I will tweet them at you right now. Tweet them out. Tweet them out on the on the podcast so people can see that. Oh, a lot of people are calling mm-hmm. fake. A lot of people fake. are saying nothing, but fake. we'll let you guys know. We'll of course, know Edson right now, leaving yes. would be a big that's, blow to the team. Now we were just saying that how Edson is that double player, that CDM 
center back kind of player. You lose SN Alvarez. Now, do you go out to the market and maybe kind of buy a, a center back, or do you buy a center mid? You buy or Diego do, or, or do you trust the Cantera to to pick it up? Uh, yes and no. But I mean, I would buy Diego Reyes. He does essentially the same thing. But that's what I was saying. But I, I'm guessing his agent doesn't really want him back in the Americas yet. I think they still some had this. They'll feel they have something to prove in Europe. Um, I thought that Diego Reyes was gonna come back, especially that little time that he had here in Mexico. You know, kind yeah. of flirting, flirting with us, and you know, going to training with us and all that stuff. I thought he was gonna come back, but it didn't work out that way. Well, we'll see how the story develops, and we'll see whether or not this is actually going to come uh, true or not. But Edson leaving, what could we say? What could we say? Yeah, um, six million seems like a little though, too little. It, yeah, it does. It does. It does seem like a little too little. Um, I think Edson goes for at least eight. At least eight. At least eight. Yeah. I mean, for God's sake, the kid scored two goals to win you a title. You're not going to exactly. ship him off only on six. That's what I'm saying. At least six point one. At least now I'm just playing. No, no, I think eight. I think eight's a good price tag. Eight's a good, decent price tag. I look if you can get ten for the kid, get it. But eight's mm-hmm. eight. Eight, I can I can deal with. Yes, definitely. We'd be terrible at negotiating. Um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll maybe see. maybe that's why you're not in charge of of this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, they, who knows? Maybe Dylan comes back from Vegas with like a quarter of a billion dollars and. You know, yeah, he, maybe he can so, buy so, us so our own internet. But he told me to put all of it on on twenty on twenty two. I think I should have told him to put it all on twenty two. But, but we'll see what happens. We'll see on that. We'll definitely see on that. But uh, I think we've run out of. Uh, I think we've run out of all the things we were going to talk about here. Yes, sir. Actually, no, I lied. And uh, you're going to have to help me out on this one, Christian. But Go for it. we still got to talk, Lady Aguilas. Lady Aguilas. Unbelievable that we've forgotten about this now. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but the ladies have still yet to play, correct? They have not played, yes. When is their first game? Let me see. First game is against Toluca. Oh, that should be a good one. Saturday on the 12th, 12th. which is an early game, too. They're playing at noon. Mexico time. Well, they do the Liga and Mexican Seminole does have a lot of weird times and weird days that they play. No, yeah, that's true. That mm-hmm. is so true. Now the girls got a bye week as well. Let's not forget. Uh, okay. So you know they're living it up just like the men are. Uh, but the ladies do kick things off on the twelfth, which is this Saturday. Uh, so it's gonna be interesting to see. You know the men play on Friday, then the ladies playing on on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's gonna be a fun 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 weekend for all us Americanistas. So make sure you guys do uh, on Saturday on the 12th. First thing you do when you wake up after you had a crazy night at the club, two stepping into America winning against Atlas <laughs> and you got home late, like about three o'clock in the morning, you wake up and the first thing you do is you're going to go out and you're going to tweet out hashtag lady Aguilas. As always, the ladies need to know that we're in there in, in with them. All our support is with them. And let's hope that they can uh, they can get their first three points, which is going to be phenomenal. In uh, exactly, and let's not forget that they are the defending champs as well. So I mean, it's 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 going to be phenomenal. Ivan, do you want to explain the oil money thing? Because that that was kind of your thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I'm just saying. Look, America Listen, can guys, do. Hear us with... out. Hear us out here. Look, you get someone 
who has uh who you know any billionaire that's got oil and it's just you know money after money after money moves that we can make so think about it think of what psg was without the oil money think about what man city is now with the oil money think about what america can do with oil money think about i mean think about it i don't know man just think about it we have caitlin mbappe joining america yeah there you go or not even he could just be like you know the receptionist at this point if oh, yeah, with exactly. oil money, oil money, you know right? Yeah. You just pay him so much money just to pick up the phone and be like, "Hello, this is Club Hello. America. How may I help you?" Yeah. I mean, this is it's it's crazy stuff to think about it. If America was to get this yeah. kind of oil money, because then you kind of can break the Mexican market and then oh, kind of you. go and do all these crazy things, all these crazy signings. Of course, I'm not saying that with the oil money we're gonna be able to sign like a Ronaldo, but yeah, yeah, I mean, not, we could but... definitely sign a. You know, let's give a, a Cavani, a Cavani, maybe a uh, Dimitri Payet, maybe uh Alexandro Pato that's playing in China right now. Yeah, I would you say know. so. But that's for another. That's for a different conversation. We'll, we'll have that oil conversation <laughs> later on in the season when uh, when we think when we deem it right. But it 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 would be interesting to see America have a little bit more money. You know, Emilio Escarga and to the Escarga family who have maintained this America team. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know, if someone offers you two billion dollars for the club, I take it. Take that's it. That's what I'm saying. Take it. Just man. saying. That's I'm just saying. Uh, but uh, yeah, good luck to our lady Aguilas who play this Saturday. We'll keep you guys updated on that as well. We'll try to get somehow a live link to that if we can. Yeah, if we're, we can't, listen, guys, we're, we're sorry. We're trying everything in our power right now to get more lady lady coverage. It's it's very difficult for us, but you know, we're trying our best and hopefully but we are excited. We are definitely excited. excited. We're gonna be there on the journey with them, like the men. Definitely, definitely. So make sure you guys do go hashtag lady aguilas out there. And uh I guess that's all we have to say. Thank you for joining us. It's been episode fifty-three of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Remember, America plays against Atlas on Friday. Make sure you guys go out there and get yourselves uh, you know, a nice seating view of of the game it's going to be a good one we expect it to be you know very fast paced uh you know very high tempo even though it's going to be the first game for our boys i think they're going to be up for it and um all we can do is hope and 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 see what's going to happen with the nico castillo transfer rumor whether or not it gets announced tomorrow we'll have to wait and see but make sure you guys keep it with us as we have updated with every single news in regards to that and don't forget friday we got trivia also 40 points on the line don't forget Don't forget, boys. 40 points. That's phenomenal. And uh, nothing more else to say, but thank you so much to all of you guys and your support. Amazing. 547 followers in a short, short time frame. That we're getting closer to 600. We're, we're 600 about- giveaway. Here we go. 600 giveaway. With, with, in oh, no- do we, do we want to announce when we're announcing the winner? Yes, that is right. We will announce the Twitter live on the podcast through twitter so don't worry if you guys are not gonna be here and you guys can't make it it's okay don't worry we will announce your name on here on the podcast and then we will tweet it out as soon as we do next next week on the podcast you guys have another week to get your kind of you know throw your name into the hat and hopefully you could be one of those lucky winners to walk away with a jersey of your choice and a copy of FIFA 19 on your preferred console. So don't forget, keep it with us here. Your Eagle Eye Podcast boys are signing out. Thank you guys so much for your support. It means the world to us. And we just 
we, we love doing this. We love being able to, you know, talk to you guys every week. And America's back, baby. America's back. Let's get these three points. Let's get it in the back. And with that said, Christian, as always, thank you so much for coming out and being a great co-host. Thank you, man, for having me on. This is my favorite time of the week, like you know it. And mine as well. Mine as well. So with that, we bid you guys farewell. Have a beautiful evening. Have a beautiful night. Have a great week. We'll see you guys come Friday for all your live updates on America. And, of course, anytime sooner if we get any news on regards to Nico Castillo. We'll see you guys. And as always, Arriba la America and up with the Holy Trinity that is the Chicken Trinity. Good night. Hey guys.